There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Welcome back, TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen, Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Darren Atkins, Jackson Burkett, Ken Strode, no longer with us. He had a good two-day run. No, he was warned last week that the door would be locked. This typically has happened, though, with Iggy. Like, he'll follow up for a couple days, and mm. in the end, it just kind of falls flat. Right. We had him, though, for a long <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> well, we can only assume it's very important <laughs> company business. <laughs> Uh, Doug, some uh, breaking media news. One of the most well-known people in football coverage is retiring. Want to take a guess? Football coverage. Yes. So that leads me to think maybe it's not a play-by-play guy. Could it be somebody like uh, Mortensen? It's a good guess. That's a really good guess. Yeah. It is not, though. Can I have some sort of clue? First, maybe initials. He's associated with Mondays. Mondays. Monday night football. Gabe. Is it Gabe? <laughs> Gabe, I think, would love to retire. I don't even know who's on Monday night football. Got a bunch of texts saying lock the door. Is it a... Uh... It's not Monday night for Peter King, Monday morning quarterback. Oh, Peter King. Oh, okay. okay. But then he King. changed it to football morning in America. My guess is... Sports Illustrated owned the rights to Monday Morning Quarterback. That's mm-hmm. my guess. A lot, like one of the last true journalists that you'll find. You know what I mean? Well, he had to be mid sixties or so. He was oh, sixty six. Yeah. yeah, he's he was. He's done well, so yeah, I'm he sure. Was good when I was a kid. He wrote, "It's time." As most of you know, I've mostly moved away from the day to day minutia of covering the league, coaching searches, free agency, the lead up to the draft. It's important, obviously. And last year, I started noticing how much of it I simply didn't care about. Mm-hmm. That's a good sign. <laughs> so yeah. good. That's a good sign to go, yep, that'll do it. That's well, you get is. that way as you get older. I, I felt that way, too. Sports. Yeah, is, but you came in here so pissed off about the dogs not winning on Saturday night. Well, I can't get over that. You're right. But for the most part... That passion you've shown hasn't... Nothing was more important to me than what the Cardinals did when I was a little kid. Clear up until the time I was 20-something, sports were like the most important thing in my life. I will agree. Like, I'll look at some of my Facebook memory that'll pop up from like 10, 12, mm. 14 years ago, and it's me just absolutely just beside myself after a week eight Packer loss. Yeah. That means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. 
I still care about it, but like the passion that you show in your early twenties, you know, right. your late teens, mm-hmm. can't beat that. Can't no. top that fandom. And as you get older, you start worrying about more important things like your prostate, retirement. Mm. How'd your yeah. mm-hmm. sports? Worried about your prostate too. <laughs> But prostate, the most important thing. Well, yeah, that about. becomes a bit of an issue. You don't even think about it when you're younger. Uh, Plowhawk, I know you're a big Live Golf guy. Correct. Uh, Live Golf has just tweeted out a video of Anthony Kim. Uh, well, what, what it appears to be Anthony Kim, along with molten lava and a shadowy figure hitting a golf ball but not showing his face. Mm. I, I don't care if it's Live or PGA. I don't get the Anthony Kim thing. And I remember when he was popular when he was young. Like, I... I I remember his moments, but this is Bo Hart of golf right now. It is. Like, in terms of how you look at it, it was a nice little run. Mm -hmm. Like, he was hyped up there, and that was it. And he kind of sailed off into the sunset, dealt with his own issues, which I'm I'm fine with. He's back. I don't see what the big deal is. Isn't that a needle mover? And I'm a live golf guy. I think it is. But I don't think in either form it's like, I don't get it. I think it is because a lot of people want to see him play again. I, I, it might be the first time I will, if I remember, I mean, I don't know if I, I let's hope for my social calendar that it's, I'm not sitting around, but that I would flip it on, I suppose. But I wasn't p- paying attention to golf when he was good, you know, so I, I but I just know that there's some, but it, yeah, it's been, what, a long, 11 years, I guess, since he's played? 12. Yeah, he's like 30 something, you know, I thought, I, I think it's weird and I, I could be, I could be completely wrong. I'm just looking at it for myself, like I'm a big live golf guy. But even if the PGA or Liv done this, I, I just don't understand the hype. And that's just for me. You really sit home and watch Liv golf? I mean, I, 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 I CW to me is easy to find on my YouTube TV. It's right there. If it's on, I'll watch it. I think the music is insane that they play it throughout the day. Like, there's a lot of things they need to change in that. But I don't think Anthony Kim could be a saving grace for any league. Uh, Greg Norman uh, doing an interview, Doug, with, uh, have you read AustralianGolfDigest.com.au? I, I plan to, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> Hinting at uh, calling Hideki Matsuyama right after he won the Genesis last week uh, to try to bring him over. And, uh, and then talking about his relationship with Roy McElroy. Uh, he said, pressed on how we should feel uh, should McElroy win this year's Masters and become golf's sixth Grand Slam winner? Norman said he would hold no grudges. Quote, one thing I do is take emotion out of everything. Uh, he told Australian Golf Digest, I'm very good at that. I don't bring emotion into business. I don't bring emotion to anything. If you do, I think that shows the weakness of an individual. Mm. When Rory missed out on the 2011 Masters, when he hit the wayward tee shot on 10, I sent him a message of support afterwards because I felt his pain, and he responded. And if Rory wins this year's Masters, I'll say congratulations on achieving the Grand Slam, right? That's sport, and that's sportsmanship, and that's the humility to the game. That's me. That's how I would do it. Uh, that is uh, Greg Norman. Mm-hmm. John Rahm did an interview with Marty Smith of ESPN. Love Marty Smith. And uh, I have a couple clips of the, that audio. Uh, he was very direct as to his reasoning for going to live golf, Plowhawk. Uh, it's yep. audio clip one. Uh, please don't say team aspect. Mm-hmm. Why was live golf the right decision for you? Well, it's, it's a change, right? The best way I can explain it is live golf wasn't a thing or a possibility for us growing up. PGA Tour was the pinnacle of golf, right? This is a new change, a big change, and I, I don't want to skip through this point because there's no point, a big change in the way the, the golfers get compensated. I'll be lying if I said it wasn't a big part of it. 
In a nutshell, I'm getting paid more to play the same sport and have more time. I don't know about most people, that sounds great to me. Yeah. Love the honesty there. Yeah. I mean, he kind of beat around the bush a little bit there at the beginning, but I guess I get They got away from the growing the game narrative, and now they're just accepting, hey, God bless them, and that's that's honesty. You think within a year or two, Liv will have just about everybody they want? No. No, they're not going to be. Jay, you're not going to get the JTs. You're not going to get the Roy's. You probably we won't get the match home. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't think you'll get those guys. I know. I think Norman came out the other day talking about Hideki, and still trying to get him on board. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, so I, I think there's a couple of players you could see, but I, I don't see a lot of the guys like about JT time, Spieth or anybody. If they like get that. those guys, if you were to get McElroy. And Thomas and Spieth, that'd be about it. Well, it's it? over now. Like, the PGA can officially over if you don't have McElroy, Thomas, or Spieth, right? Like, I mean, you got Scheffler, yeah. but in terms of, like, the the depth is, wouldn't be there. Well, you can't be surprised. I mean, you got Rum. He's the number two player in the world and number one for a long time. Cam Smith is number two player. <clears throat> for the reasons that he just said, I can make a lot more money and don't have to play as much. That, yeah, that's a pretty so, strong argument for anybody. So I don't think you should be surprised if anybody goes. No, I wouldn't be at this now. point. Now. And if they wipe out the PGA Tour as we know it today, they'll probably bring more events to the U.S., right? And play more high-profile events here, and it'll just be a different different tour. They have a lot to change, but I do like the fact that, you know, their, their fund is not running out of money. So whatever idea they have, and they can kind of play with any idea that they want because if it doesn't make money well it's fine you know we'll just make money in the next five years I suppose. here's what rom said his communications have been like with uh, rory mcelroy also tiger woods and also pga tour commissioner jay monahan what have your peers said about your decision to go to live specifically rory and tiger have you had any conversations with them rory well i mean rory has been supportive publicly of my decision and uh he was privately as well Tiger, no, not really. I mean, Tiger, uh, I texted him and the people that tried to reach out, you know, throughout the process when I signed, and I just let him know, hey, you know, this is a personal decision. I have nothing against anybody. I want to make one thing clear. If allowed, I would still support the PJ Tour and DP World Tour. I'm not giving up, and there's still some events I would love to absolutely play. No doubt about it. If my schedule allows, I would go and play. Have you talked to Jay Monahan at all? No, no, I haven't. I think he's busy enough to be talking to me. Well, what's the point of the music in the background? <laughs> Again, I think Liv Golf... I was waiting for you to say something about that. I it's... heard a golf ball being hit, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought that was like a, a pop of the soda can, but I, yeah, I think that... Oh, it's B-roll, baby. It is B-roll, though. That was B-roll. I do like John Rahm a lot, though. I've, he he I've really, really just kind of says, here, here it is. I, I like He's him. awfully honest. And he's hard not to like. He changed a lot, too. I remember when he was young on the tour, he was very, you know, yelling at himself, kind of like mm. throwing many temper tantrums. I remember that he's one kind of hit fiery on He's fiery. That comes with youth, a lot of it. But I, he is, yeah, I, I love him. I've mm. loved him for a long time. And we're very surprised he went to live, though. I don't know how this thing works. You know. Are you playing with your phone again? <laughs> I'm not on my phone. Oh, okay. You're talking um, about golf. Yeah, I mean, now they get Anthony Kim. They're already yeah. they're already two tournaments in. They get another one in a couple weeks. Who gets kicked off a team? You just tell the guy, okay, you made the live tour, but now Anthony Kim's coming, so you're out. He's going on this team. I don't know. 
I love how Harrison brother Master think Rom is a fool by taking four hundred million dollars. Yeah. You got to read the text because not everybody can see the text. Wow. Rom, what he said Rom has basically gone from one of the most likable guys on tour to wearing a Letterman jacket and looking like a fool, where nobody really likes him at all in a matter mm. of weeks. What a fool! What, what like, a fool! This guy is a complete and utter moron. Oh, Harrison brother Master, that is. Have you talked to any of the players, Master Bader? That. These guys, no, people who make 55 grand a year talking about they wouldn't double or triple their salary by working the same job at a different company with less hours mm -hmm. is absolutely insane based upon principle. You are a joke. You're a complete joke. Let him have it. It's insane to me to think that. I'm There's putting one on hot take mittens because that There's was one close. tournament. That was close. Put it over his head, please. Thank you, EDF group, for the hot take mittens. There's one tournament Rom will miss that he wants to play, and that's the players. Other than that, he's in all four majors for the next five years. By that time, Liv and PGA will do something. They'll play together. He's not going to miss any majors. He'd love to play the players, but, you know, I don't think he cares about Bay Hill or some of these other tournaments that he you wouldn't care about anything if he just signed for 400 million would you yeah and the pga is that how much he got for he, yeah, he got closer to 750 i think 750 <laughs> million delta here yeah i think it's i closer. just threw out a random it's number it's closer to 750 than 400 so why would you care about anything or yeah. anybody or how, what tournament you do or don't play you don't he's right he plays they'll play 14 events he'll play the majors that's about his schedule 18 events so he's in a by signing this deal he's in a position to do whatever he wants for the rest of his life and he and his family and grandkids and many generations of ROMs to come. But is he going to be able to wake up every day knowing that Harrison Brother Master said he looks <laughs> like is a upset. fool? I think yeah. that might get him back to the PGA. Wouldn't it, wouldn't that be an awfully nice feeling to know that you've taken care of generations to come of your family? To know that for, for the foreseeable future, maybe for a hundred years at least down the road. That the Rom family will be well taken care of. Wouldn't that be a great legacy to have for yourself? And you realize in three to five years, there's not going to be a live golf and a PGA. They're eventually going to come and form into one entity, and they'll all be playing the same events again. Probably This so. is certainly temporary. So, like, yeah. you can look at it now as him being the absolute villain. In five to seven years, we're going to... You know, still think about the live golf scenario, mm -hmm. but it'll be an afterthought. What's like, happening in other guys sports? Know that too. Yeah. yeah, the AFL challenged the NFL, and they merged, and the American League challenged the National League, and they merged, and the ABA challenged the NBA, and many of those teams merged. It's happened in other sports. And some groups are already kind of figuring out that lives here. I mean... <clears throat> You know, the Masters can do what they want. It's, I mean, it's an invitational. They can invite who they want. But they have parameters. If you're in the top 50, you make the Masters. If you win a tournament the year before, you make the Masters. If you win a Asian Cup or something over there, they get in. Amateur gets in. The runner-up gets in. But they just gave an invitation to Joaquin Neiman. I don't know why. He didn't win one of the tournaments you need to win. He wasn't in the top 50s. But they gave him an invitation. He said yes. Because they want him there. Yeah, because they're saying we That's need... That's the only reason they need, they need, really. We need the best players in the world, and if we can give some invitations um, to some of the live guys, we will. But I don't know I don't know what he did to get the invitation. And I'm just saying, PGA Tour is really desperate. I'm, I'm not talking about last... I mean, this past weekend's leaderboard was pathetic. But, like, you look at eight... They've had eight events. Chris Kirk, Murray, Dunlap, Pavin, Clark, Taylor, Hideki, and Knopp. Those are your winners in the PGA Tour this year. Weak. Mm -hmm. Weak. So if you're saying live golf isn't working or they're the fools, I think the PGA Tour is losing a lot of credibility. Mm -hmm. Each week, these leaderboards are getting more pathetic. And if you're a diehard golf fan, you've heard a lot of these guys. I get that. 
But th- this is just the casual golf well, fan I mean, nightmare. It's Nappy Fino by for. nine shots. He was in the field. It just it can also you can all look. I've said it myself. I said, who are these guys? But if you watch, they're they're good players. It's just you never heard of them before. But you're going to hear of Nap. You're going to hear more of him. You're going to hear more of Dunlop, an amateur winning. Um, you know, so they're good stories. It's just we'd never heard of them. That doesn't mean they're not good players. I don't mind a good story. We've had good stories, quote-unquote, for eight weeks of the season. I mean, seven outside of Hideki. So it's yeah, but you can't have every tournament with Tiger and Scheffler and all these guys playing. I mean, they have to play 35 tournaments a year. You're going to have tournaments where the field is weak. And I've even said it. I said, God, this is awful. I don't even know any of these players. It's a terrible field. But... There's still good golfers, and you still go out and watch good golf. It's going to be hard to ever go back to the Tiger Woods in his prime era, where you just had to watch. You couldn't help but watch. Well, he'll never win another tournament. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying when well, he was in his prime, it was must-watch TV every time. But it's still must-watch TV every time he plays. People tune in. The I agree with Iggy. Like, if like Tiger got in a wheelchair, and he'd still sell out crowds. So I, they, he's not But he's only, he's only lasting a round or two these days. Yeah, it, I, it all depends for me on how, like, he, if it's getting beyond embarrassing, then there's an injury. You know, I, I think that kind of works. I will say the tournament withdrew. He's sick. Um, but he was right around the cut line, and, you know, his swing was there. So it's not like he made a fool of himself. I think he was right at one over par, and I think two over par made the cut. Um, he just got sick. He got the flu. So mm-hmm. I'm looking for, I don't think he'll, eh, I guess he might play the players. I don't know. But then it'll be the Masters, and hopefully he can get make the cut and get through four rounds. But it doesn't seem to have a problem walking. <laughs> that would be that would be a problem. Well, if you that do. was his problem. He wasn't a swing. It was that can I get through four rounds walking? I love the four play co- podcast boys, and they do a great job. But man, do they suck on the teat of Tiger? Because I remember him walking Don't down say teat. Literally, <laughs> wa- he walked down a flight of stairs outside some country club, and they're like, "Look at him! He's walking without oh, using the armrest." It's great. like, what is he ninety? He's <laughs> is he fifty? <laughs> and they're acting like Grandpa mm-hmm. finally got off his walker and walked down a flight mm-hmm. of stairs on his own. You're talking about playing four rounds of golf. I don't think he'll ever win again, but it is. A sellout every time he plays, mm-hmm. but that tweet was funny. If you get, I go back and watch him walking down a set of stairs, and you thought the four play podcast boys, he went just, you know. He, now, what's he, what's the, the big of health. the big health issue now? Is it still his back or oh, the yeah. car wreck and the damage that that did to his legs or all that? Back ruins your golf career, man. Yeah. No, I think it's the back. I think it's his. No, I think it's his sciatica. No, I think they put like pins in his was an ankle. I think. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Yeah, Mark Hanna could help us, uh, couldn't he, Jackson? Boy, howdy. (laughs) (laughs) Reset. Boy, howdy, could Mark Hanna ever help us? Whether you're looking down the the pipe at, hey, I can go make $700 with Liv, or maybe you're just uh, planning for your kid's uh, college fund or your own retirement, whatever you may be planning for, Mark Hanna can help you out. If you don't have anybody, if you plan on just, I'll figure it out as I go, bad idea. A great idea is working with Mark Hanna. That first phone call, you'll be able to tell the difference between him and other financial advisors because he conveys his message so well. He understands the balance of happiness with life and also money, and that's so important when you're talking about your financial future. That's why I love working with Mark Hanna, and that's why you'll love working with Mark Hanna as well. Yeah, his uh, number is 314-889-0503, or you can go online at evergreenstl.com. 
Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Uh, during the commercial break, I was on the phone with uh, the great Kelly Chase. Oh, uh, great. And uh, as our audience uh, is most likely aware, uh, he is battling cancer. He is going to join us tomorrow on the program. They are doing a fundraiser for both Siteman and the Jimmy V Foundation. So Kelly Chase will be with us tomorrow at 9 o'clock to talk it over. And looking forward to talking it over with uh, Chaser. And he is going to be talking about his, his situation and this fundraiser. Uh, Blues are going to be put to the test here over the next few days. They already got off to a rough start with the loss in Detroit. And uh, then you got Winnipeg, a team that could be in the mix to go to the cup final this year. And another team that could be in the mix to go to the cup final in Edmonton, back-to-back. So with the trade deadline a week from Friday, this could be a determining moment. Uh, I'm texting with the non-ling right now. We always text on uh, Mondays because Jeremy Rutherford's going to be with us. I assume he's with us, right, on Balloon Party, right, Jackson? 1045. Doug, I'm curious on this one. After Jordan Cairo had yet another game in which he didn't really make much of an appearance in Mm. the latter portions, uh, what percentage you would give that the Blues trade Jordan Cairo? Oh, I'd put it at about 40%. Okay. Wow. This is good. Because I I was texting with the non-ling, and he said 52% by this summer, 60% before his uh, no trade clause kicks in in 2025. He said it goes up for me because I just don't see him figuring it out, and so they'll get increasingly frustrated. Uh, that said, I don't see him dealing being dealt for value. I think it's reclaiming cap space and getting a prospect like Snuggerud comfortably into that role. And I said to him, I said, I would think you and me are in the minority of Blues fans thinking it's likely that he gets traded because I think he's going to get traded as well. So you at 40%, I thought you might be a a lot lower than that. It's good to hear. Yeah, I think that he would just because of the the, the money that he does make. And they they seem frustrated with him. But how much are they? He's got a world of offensive talent, but he just doesn't play a two-way game. He doesn't play a 200-foot game, fellas. I mean, I, there's not much sandpaper to his game. If you I, want to give them away, it's easy to say, but how much are they wanting to lose in the battle? I mean, they're going to save money by not paying them, but you're not going to get a big return for a guy making $9 million who clearly is not playing yeah. up to the money. I mean, I get their potential there. Might be able to replace him with a free can't. agent in the offseason. Maybe. I would give it a 5% chance. Bushnevich was on the market there, too, or at least it seemed like he was, based on the chatter going around the internet. And that one made sense, you know. Is he is? Did something happen? No, on the trade market. Right. Yeah, that Bushnevich is in play. You would you would think so? Right. Okay. I thought you said I I don't think was, and I thought something. I don't think Doug Armstrong ever came out and said, "Yeah, we're looking to move Bushnevich," but just based on what you hear, it sounds like I I would be surprised if they did not trade him. What percentage you putting on that one? Oh, uh, I, I, again, about forty percent on Bushnevich. I'd say so. Wow, God, just because I, I think they like him a lot more than Cairo. If you're yeah, hang he's on to up one after other. next year, and they're and they're, you know, I mean, again, I guess by math they're they're in it. But I just, I, I mean, I'd love for the Blues to be in the playoffs. God, I love the Stanley Cup playoffs, but I just don't see it happen. They've fallen four points out of the yeah. second wild card spot now with this bad week. But it's kind of in the pattern of the whole season. Just by the time you're ready to give up on them, they win three or four in a row against Boy, good teams. Boy, if they teams. can do that, considering what they've got going on now, mm-hmm. that would be a hell of an accomplishment. they got 62 points now. Nashville's got 66. But Nashville's got two games in hand. So, you know, it's not, it's not out of the question. 
And there's still Tim. There's a lot of hockey to be played. I didn't. I didn't understand. There's a that. lot of hockey to be. They've only played 57 <laughs> games, so there's still a lot of hockey to be played. The issue is there's a bunch of teams really fighting for that one spot. I mean, I guess yeah. the Kings are. If you were to drop a couple point. more games, you could find yourself in about 11th place in the playoff hunt. I just texted the nonling. What percentage do you say Bushnevich goes by March 8th? I gotta think. I don't know. A lot of teams would want him. That's for sure. 80, 90 percent. I don't know. I just I think yeah, I'd be I'd be really surprised. Yeah, they'll probably wait at least another week. See how things go. If if you win two or three in a row and you're right back in it, they're going to be tempted to hang on to everybody. They got uh, two really tough ones on the road. Come back home. Take on the wild. Would you call five o'clock a matinee? No, I think that's too late to be a matinee. Mm. Mm. Early evening tilt. Huh? That allows me to take my uh, my family at five o'clock. Seven o'clock mm-hmm. can't do it. Yep. I can take uh, my older son, but I can't take the it's a happy hour game. I think it's a nice play. What in the hell? Nonling's off. All right, Doug. You, you and the Nonling are on the same page on that one. I think slightly less than likely. So he gave 48%. I like the Nonling gives very specific percentage. Slightly I'd, less than likely. I'd go down from 52 to 48 since Now, Kairu's 52%. He says Buchnevich is 48%. Just because Army doesn't have to move him yet. Uh, I don't know. I think 47.5%. Wow, look at that. I think you'd need a feel for how much Buchnevich likes playing in St. Louis. And if he does, maybe you could re-sign him for next year. Because he's about as he's right there with the best players you've got. And I'm sure they'd like to hang on to him. Even if it means giving him some of Kairou's money in free agency. If you could deal Kairou and not have to pay off a lot of that contract. I would love to see them move both of them in the next 10 days. Love it. I'm always the seller guy, aren't I? Notice that I'm big Seems on seller. Seems to be, yeah. Sell. You're into rebuilding. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. I, I, if, it's, if it didn't happen, and improve. And I think the Blues could have a really impressive core of young players. You don't know until they get to the league. But Jimmy Snipes, baby. Jimmy Snipes is one of them. Jimmy Snipes. But uh, it's just not. I mean, just remember, we always have such high hopes for the prospects. I understand. Sometimes they I, pan out, and I get sometimes that, they don't. But it didn't happen in this year. You know, that's the thing. I get that. And Buchnevich is up after next year. And the Cairo thing, I think, is that is that can be an albatross for a franchise. When you're paying a player, what is it, $8 million a year, mm-hmm. and you, you're benching him for a big chunk of the game, that's a, that's a bad, <laughs> bad sign. And it happens sign. regularly. Yeah. Could you see him having like a, an extensive two-week injury that he's dealing with, maybe just to get his head right? I mean, it's later in the season. I don't even know if that's even a possibility, but he is in his own head. He looks terrible. They need him to have a game where he gets two or three goals and then trade him the next night. Yeah. He's got, he's got a I ton of... Should have done he'd, be, he'd be really dangerous on a very good team where you could put him on the power play, pick his spots, and he, he's a, he can be a real offensive threat on a team that's, you know, fully stacked on the oh, defensive yeah, end. And, yeah, he's never going to be the guy or the face of a franchise. I don't think he had that personality anyways, regardless of the play. I don't like his neutral game, Plowsy. I don't like in defense. Oh. Uh, Stephen Wildwood had a wonderful phone call earlier, but now he's not happy with you, Doug. Doug Vaughn is Doug wrong. Mm. We have two games in hand on Nashville. You said the opposite, you dildo. Oh, I thought I said Nashville's played 59, the Blues played 57. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, oh, I also, I forgot to mention, I spent the whole day yesterday at Rockwell in Francis Park. Absolute pony. Lululemon inventors should be given the Nobel Peace Prize. That's Steve, and he's in Wildwood. No, what is Rockwell? Yeah, Rockwell's a good brewery. 
That's right. Oh, it's got a room. fantastic It used to just be like room. a restroom in the, right by the tennis courts at Francis Park when I was growing up, and now it's a brewery. And it's made out of, um, I think, it, what are those ship uh, containers? Like those big uh, solid containers? I think most of that yeah. kind of decor is from that. Pretty Shipping cool. containers? Yeah, I like it. Now, I wear some Lululemon trousers. <laughs> Show off these ripe apples. <laughs> You're a bad boy. Have you ever had Lululemon pants? They are really comfortable. And what do you like so much about them? Well, they they stretch with you. Mm. I had one pair where I I swear I, I wore it for like a year and a half, two years, because I wore I liked them so much I wore them a lot. They developed a tiny little rip in the pocket, and I, I took them to the store and I said, "Is there?" I just happened to be wearing them at the time. I said, "Is there any way I could fix this?" Was a can you sew those together? And they go, "Well, we'll give you a new pair." What? And I said, "Well, I've." I've had them for two years, and I don't have a receipt. I said, it doesn't matter. I said, really? They gave me a new pair. How about this Lululemon? Yeah. I couldn't believe that. I didn't ask for it. Maybe it's because you're celebrity. I, they didn't know who I was. It was just me and a bunch of 15-year-old girls in there shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I <glove> that up. <laughs> <laughs> usually what it's like in there. But they do have great pants. Uh, soft and comfortable. Yeah, oh, very much so. Jackson, uh, you're soft, you're comfortable, and you like Circa. I do. I do. <laughs> For all those reasons, you know, I am soft. I am comfy. I agree. And when I feel my softest and my comfiest, Oof. I know where to go when it's time to wager, and that's Circa Sports, the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas. This is now in Illinois. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits and the best customer service around as i said earlier the big dance is right around the corner march madness tournament one of the most fun events to wager on in all of sports you, you lose one bet don't worry there's another game coming on in literal seconds and then you can win on that and parlay that and keep on winning enjoying time with your friends betting on the underdogs betting on the unders betting on the overs it's so much fun with march madness if you're looking to wager on the tournament itself Use the Circus Sports app, which is now available in Illinois. Visit circusports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text I-L-G-A-M-B to 833-234. Doug, look at this. Look at the, the, the anger and the cap sent in oh, there. Do you have caps. a problem with that? Was it still mad about the games at hand thing? <laughs> no, this is Mr. Licks. Alert, alert. I'm not truing to go on the air. Just letting Jackson know Truing. the Anthony Kim video just dropped, and it's fire. Oh, my God. It looks like a Christopher Nolan hype trailer. Please play it on the air. It is absolutely fire. Mm. What we, well, we yeah. talked about what it, so you're a little late. I guess it'd be a live golf account, Plowhawk, and then you can play the Anthony Kim. It, it, Doug, it has molten lava. You ever come across molten lava? No, I don't think I have. What about uh, quicksand? Right. No. I'm looking for... Jackson, you were talking about the tournament. Mm. Does it seem like this year maybe it's as, as wide open as, yeah. it's, as it's been in the past? Yeah, There's, I do. There doesn't seem to be a lot of patterns that you can say, well, these teams are just unbeatable. What a Danny Hawley. You cried. Well, they got dusted by Creighton, and then what, Creighton lost yesterday badly to St. John's? Yep. yep. Ricky Patino. Yeah. Hitting your free throw. What, well, we got three days till March? These teams are going to start hitting their free throws. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the key. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do think this year is as open as any, which is cool. <laughs> It'll make for a wild turn of bees. In the silence of the desert. Oh, you like it already? Time stands still. A journey begins. 
For years, the road has lingered in darkness and with little hope. But this is a rebirth. As a new road emerges against a backdrop of endless possibilities. What are we talking about? Witness the dance of redemption. What in the world? That was too dramatic for me. I like it. Yeah. What is he talking about? I got goosebumps, Liv. By the way, I know it's kitschy and everything. By the way, it's the same week that the PGA Tour has Max Homa and Lexi Thompson and Rory going up against each other in a public course. So, like, let's stop talking about, like, Lexi Thompson's exhibition <laughs> golf when PGA Tour in the last eight months has done nothing but exhibition golf style events. And Where's the mittens? Like, the they're clearly line. copying yeah, Liam Walls and making fun of them at the same time. That was them. cringy, but what the PGA Tour had been doing is also very cringy. Oh, uh, Mr. Licks loved it. I didn't love it. Well, Rob didn't get that much fair <laughs> fanfare. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the design air heating and cooling him out the day. Okay. And we're giving away a pair of tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Canberra with special guest Too Many Zoos on Saturday, August 3rd at St. Louis Music Park. In all seriousness, thank you to Chairman Steve. Pretty damn brave to share that story. That kind of thing happens to a man with... Great career, a beautiful wife and family can happen to anybody. So kind of him to offer his offer his help. But this email is about Tim changing that drunk guy's life at the gala. Oh. <laughs> the only thing I can compare it to was that one guy changing water to wine. But this email is really about the first time I got my salad tossed. Oh. The first totem open. I had hit an errant shot and went into the woods, and that's where I saw him. Khaki dude with a plastic fork devouring a Wendy's baked potato. It's like, sorry, man, did you happen to see a long and soft noodle come through here? He responded quickly, nope, but I've got a long and solid one to have your name written all over mm. it. Bend over, that potato didn't fill me up. I'm still hungry. As he started, I warned him to be careful I wasn't clean, for I had just used the porta potty. Oh. It was apparent he didn't care, because all of a sudden it was ass heating season. Ah. I felt the nuzzling of this bottom feeder's nose as he hummed. Oh. As he hummed? <laughs> dirty deeds done dirt cheap. That's from Justin, then his last name's halfway. Justin Houfwa, French. That's like your seventh salad tossing story. How can you have so many first time? Different people. Right. Have you heard the, the last answer. names? Oh, okay, yeah. That's right, fellas. Adam Long is still hanging his head about you guys beating an entirely different golfer. <laughs> and it cost him his tour card. Speaking of golf, do you want to hear about how Kenneth got a soft cow over the weekend looking at the professional golfer wives? No. Oh, okay. Well, don't you think Macaulay Culkin's brother in those 1,800 episodes of a Spanish soap opera that he watched was bad for nepotism? Well, at least we can get through a big concert announcement without putting it on blast like the tequila live read that Kenneth added the critical information about how he can't drink tequila. This show is awesome. That's some Shooter McGavin, the vice president of the DMV verification of height, weight, shoe size, and gin. Shooter McGavin. McGavin. 
Bastards, mmm, Monday show. Top notch as always. Spring training flowing. State of Missouri basketball team's awful. Hair revival, one tuft at a time. Gala's emotional. Drums banging. Evolution Fest, don't trash it. Major props to Steve from BPV. Jackson, man in love. Plowsy, ready to rock. Doug, khaki smoke show. Tim, HD2 Messiah. Iggy, really the best. Beautiful man. Love you, kiddo. Me, super horny. Sniff it, whiff it, flock it. M-I-Z, still no AD. Flocky the Smurf. Flocky the Smurf. Let me begin by stating how much I love the St. Louis Zoo. It's an amazing free attraction, but it was a mistake to go there on the first nice day of the year. The place was overrun with hordes of unwashed Hoosiers coming out of hibernation. Diet Coke in one hand, double-stuffed Oreos in the other. Everyone looked and smelled like they had just finished filming an episode of Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe. Mm. My gosh, was it crowded. The only thing longer than the line to get into the parking lot was the line for the members-only double-diamond adult diaper changing station. I haven't seen that many dudes wearing wife beaters since the Kid Rock lookalike contest at the State Fair. Based on the number of mullets and goatees, you would have thought that every single Jefferson County resident was present. Most of the ladies even had visible facial hair. Furthermore, none of the animals could sleep due to the constant sounds of diabetes monitors going off. By 1 p.m., we were on the swamp ass alert. No amount of gold bond could have soaked up the excess taint moisture seeping from the wide loads waddling around the primate house. Eight-year-old kids double-fisting funnel cake and ice cream who are way too big for strollers were getting pushed around the future type 2 diabetics in training. You were in heaven if you like to watch supple, sweaty man boobs flopping around in triple XL Kansas City Chiefs t-shirts. Jeffrey Leonard was right. We are a cow town. I've never been more embarrassed. After seeing those sorry sights yesterday, I don't think the city's even qualified to host the NIT Final Four. That gets him the JV golf coach. JV golf coach. It was cute as hell to see Iggy bend the knee to Joe from Evolution Fest this morning after calling his music festival trash on 12 on oh. December 7th, 2023, segment two. You absolutely did. So don't try to wiggle your way out of this one with more lies. This is why you pitch your idea to get the Foo Fighters, the Cure, Los Lonely Boys, Adam Scott, Dillian Harper, and... Min Woo Lee to waive their appearance fees and headline Ken Fest downtown out of nothing but the goodness of their cute little hearts where you plan to line up miles upon miles of concrete barriers all around the city to keep people from sneaking in. The only thing cuter was last week on Thursday and Friday where you acted shocked and appalled and then pretended to care when management sent emails demanding that you show up back from breaks on time or risk being locked out as you casually marched back into the studio with a cloud of Paul Mall smoke right behind you. Late for both segment two and three today and promptly sat down and immediately started playing golf rival <laughs> looking for OnlyFans leaks or listing used Vera Wang bath towels on Facebook market. Marketplace. I'll do anything for this company except show up to segments on time, cut up names for a sponsored segment, turn the sound off on my phone, talk nicely about a sponsored music festival, apologize to Lisa Ann, and stand in my chair like a good little second grader during live reads that make it possible to pay my salary. Other than that, I'll do absolutely anything. I love it here. That's some pop pop. Do you love me? Oh. Are you riding Doug Blueberry pop pop? Blueberry pop pop. Stop worrying about my job. <laughs> Worry about okay. your own. Okay. Please. 
And finally, Sadie Hawkins dug the Blues had the Holes Pond 6-1 in Detroit on Saturday morning. The Dogs tied Real Salt Lake 1-1 on a goal by Big Sam Adeniran. Mizzou Hoops still can't beat an SEC opponent. It's impossible to win SEC tournament unless they do. The Billikens got a rare win against a fellow A-10 bottom dweller. To move from last place into Bud, tied for last place, Shea Bittenbender and Jackie Bowling finished eighth in the Southside doubles over Shrewsbury Lanes. Larsa Pippen has Bud implants. Is that a new report? But I think the lead is that A.J. McGarren is the face of St. Louis sports. <laughs> I don't know that he is. Ours is the type of presentation where listeners feel free to drop in and drop sobering firsthand accounts of gambling addiction, then pivot to hold the producer accountable for choosing to watch a meaningless basketball exhibition where nobody plays defense over one of the most intense hockey games of all time, but the whole time he had this terrible static on his phone line like he was calling from the moon. Two weeks ago, you had to reboot the board. Last week, you had to reboot Plowsy's computer. This week, you need to reboot Iggy. He confused Adam Long with Chris Nagel, billions with succession, and was too busy hijacking the Evolution Fest's announcement of their lineup to talk about the time he saw the killers that he missed the announcements of Todd Rundgren and Beck even as he praised this year's lineup, he still had to ask the organizer the awkward question of what artists did you try to book but weren't able to get. Well, he's the one that said I tried to get people and they that said, was, no, I just wanted to ask. That was definitely a great... I actually like the question, honestly. Why don't you come in next time and you can okay, host the show. Now, Swope, don't you can ask all the questions anyone. you want. Yeah, I remember the time I was at Tower T and I just tried to save it. Did you ever have to go through that with evolution? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That was no good. Way. Iggy talks about how terrible a driver he is. Remember, he once hit Plowsy on the way to Salt and Smoke. That Reboot Iggy before he wrecks that now. charity vehicle and jacks his insurance race to the point where he needs to put his old balls on Facebook Marketplace. That's from Buck Swope. Gosh, Buck Swope yeah, with a nice little Oh, my God. And that's what we have for the design air heating cooling email today. Well, I, I, thought, there were, I thought there were three good ones. Uh, I could vote for any of the three. Uh, but since Blueberry Pop-Pop really raked Iggy over the coals, I won't vote for him. <laughs> I'll vote instead for Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Yeah, with me, it was either Shooter McGavin, but then JV Golf Coach came on a little strong. Um, yeah, we'll go with McGavin. Nice. Oh, oh, I'll be darned. How about I'll that? That's a nice little dub. Shooter McGavin ships the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day and is now on the board, Doug. And if he can win every email... Uh, this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you could have a sudden death playoff with Buck Swope and Kevin Miller, a three-way, a yeah. hot three-way on Friday. Yeah. 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 Who are you going to uh, vote for? Uh, I was going to go with JV Golf Coach, actually. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's what we got. Balloon Party. Jackson and I, they're not going to be happy. So we will be fine to switch your YouTube channel over there, and you can join in. Uh, and then I have a sound story at 1130, Plowhawk. Yes, sir. There we go. Jackson, I don't know on QFTA today. All right. I don't know what your situation is. Whatever. You're a man in love. <laughs> yes, but uh, I'm available. All right, fair It's enough. 80. Y'all should be golfing. I mean. Yeah, ball striking season. Uh, send your emails in for QFTA, the Tim McKernan Show podcast, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N, at InsideSTL.com. Anything is welcome. All right, time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for Action Jacks, for Kenneth Higgins, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, and Tim McKernan. This has been TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.